God damn it. Welcome to the Gaja Guys podcast where we talk about Japanese music and other music related things. Oh, and apparently, goose vaginas. Uh, oh, good lord. That music was, was live. <laughs> Do we add that to the description? Do we? Uh... <laughs> oh, man. How are you guys doing? Very educational intro we got here. Mm. People seem confused by our chat. Yeah, I don't know why they would be confused. I don't know, I don't know what's confusing, guys. We're explaining the biology of yeast. So we'll just, just accept it. Move on. And don't try to, to fuck a goose because it won't work out. Oh, there goes our monetization. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. But true. Okay. We're going to heed any words we say. That's last funny. comment by champ is <laughs> I think what's we made it five guy? minutes. Do we make it five minutes? <laughs> To be fair, I said not to do it. I said, I know that's what I'm saying. That's, that's good advice. I mean, honestly, if you approach a goose, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna attack you anyway. So you should probably just don't. This is a proven fact. I have yeah, we have video footage. She tried to navigate their, uh, their tunnel system. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? How are y'all doing? I'm a little better start? now. Better now? <clears throat> terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Can you tell vibing. Just, you're vibing, man. Awful. Yeah, you it's just awful cool. over here, man. You I like terrible. your Zoom background today, champ. <laughs> nice know, haircut. Right? Nice haircut, here. too, champ. Did you get the haircut before you went down there? or? Oh, you like this haircut? You know yeah. you know what, what this haircut is? This is me not getting a haircut for six months and then me just shaving the side by my ear. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, nice. different. Right. <laughs> I, what's the purpose of it's that? Gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be. Does it get hot be behind your ears? At some point, just give it a chance. Does it get hot behind the ears? <laughs> so what happens? Do you want to know the truth? You want to know yes, the, the behind know the, the scenes of this? Did they fuck it up? I'm just way too lazy and 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 poor to go get a haircut. So uh, I wear a hat every day. This covers up the amount that the hat needs to cover up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the rat. Put your hat on and then you trimmed around. If you, if you put my if you if I put a hat on right now, you'd have no idea that I'm actually got going on. Ridiculous! <laughs> you lazy bastard. Yeah, this is my first time learning that you have hair, champ. Yeah, I, I try to hide it, man. I try to pretend that I don't. Well, you do realize you're on video. <clears throat> With a bunch of you people see can see us, it, so it's no secret. I know. Well, you know, at some point I had to reveal that my hair starts halfway back my head. This, right? Like, I can't hide this, bro. Dude, it's oh, sexy with those things. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, oh, how about you, Ryan? How, how's your week? <laughs> pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Got to uh, put in some work this week on stuff that, well... Way's been done with for like six months. I finally did my part to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? A little video for it's a, a thing we're doing on the BMCD, Bandmade Community Discord. Um, I'm not saying what it is, but it'll be out. Nice. And it's it's an amazing project, and uh, I was honored to work with everybody on it. Sweet. Really wish I could have remembered what was played and when, but, you know. Um, Cut, <laughs> cutting, cutting, uh, cutting scenes will help me look like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Wave? Um, yeah. Well, we had a big snowstorm here in the middle of the week, so I spent most of my week plowing the driveway. Yeah. Um, other than that, 
Dang. The... Uh oh. Stuff's happening out there, and I don't know what's going on. There's a lot and of things. And promote the squirrel shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> squirrel. We we are sponsored by Gosh and Guys merch oh, store. We're sponsored by the guys. <laughs> Where you can get squirrel shirts with uh, Way's face on it. <laughs> so <a> way. form. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Way, for that. We need to promote that shirt. <laughs> and that's that's why the shirt's there, if you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was one of the squirrel moments. <laughs> uh, that uh, pretty much my week. Besides falling in love with love bites this week, like oh, more than yeah. I ever have before. Oh yeah, samezies. Man, we're about to jump into that. Oh, I regret saying that. Can we cut that, please? I don't. I didn't. Samezies. <laughs> That's your shirt, champ. You guys Take got you with this haircut saying samezies underneath. Ryan, let's do it. Let's make this happen. <laughs> That pina colada is asking, extra spicy. You're asking for a caricature. <laughs> you just asked for it. There, we got one. We're going to have one. <laughs> I can draw that shit right now. Mm. It looks like a critical drinker now. Man, I'm really exposing myself today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Keep I drinking, Jeff. I want to I see where, where this turns up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, if you were wondering about the, you know, the Way Potter squirrel shirts are right here. <laughs> Man, how'd you make me look so good? Yeah, it looks. This is a really good shirt. Artistic license. <laughs> You're a really good one. Come on. Lots of liberties taken. <laughs> Thank you, Kibbs. Kibbs donated twenty bucks for Champ's haircut. <laughs> we have to give that directly to Champ's. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, buddy. I'm gonna have to share that with all four of the, us, though. So, what is, what is and, uh, three what more is of you guys do that. <laughs> oh, thank if you. Each, if each of you could just give us one dollar, oh, thanks, man. though, buddy. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. <laughs> After right. YouTube takes thirty <laughs> percent, <laughs> it's okay. What does it call supercuts? We could take them to supercuts. We got them. I can cut your hair. <laughs> there you go. Well, you should let Wave. I've cut been your cutting hair. my own hair since I was like seventeen. Let's let's <laughs> let's film Wave. Really? Cut your hair. You're like absolutely not. Oh, how do you do? Okay. Oh, <laughs> how do you cut your own hair, Wave? How do you? How well, do you? He never shows the back of his head. He's like you. Just stopped here. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie trims the back of my neck, but otherwise I just do clippers. Uh, uh, then I like comb out the hair to all different sides and like make it all even. You don't use a suck cut. <laughs> Is that a suck. haircut technically? Oh like, well, yeah, the vacuum for your, your head. head? <laughs> it certainly does suck. Is <laughs> that David Wallace's invention? Uh, I learned. I knew about it from Wayne's World. I don't know where it actually came from. <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay. All right, let's. As get you can this. see, it sucks as it cuts. All right, let's moving. get into this, guys. Let's talk about let's talk about some love bites. All right. First okay. of all, their album was on the top ten chart for iTunes, which was really cool for worldwide, coming in at number four, which is pretty nice. pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So we're gonna talk about that new song today. Um, man, so you guys were saying some positive things as we started. I did not like the new song, <laughs> new love bites song. <laughs> at all uh the music video i did didn't think it was good i, I didn't think oh. it was very love bites but the second song that they had released you know how they released two i loved a lot i liked the second one but i didn't like the one that they did a mu stand and deliver not a fan there was another oh. one 
Well, they released two. So there was Stand and Deliver, which was a music video, and then there was other the other song, which I oh, oh, oh yes we I got. I only heard uh, Stand and Deliver also. <laughs> Look at this. Hey, nice. I appreciate the uh, the five, six, eight head, nine head, maybe that you gave me. <laughs> so nine head. Yeah, I just was. did not like. I'm surprised at that. I wasn't Why feeling not? it. It was really. I thought it was a. I think it's cool how they're doing the whole rough mix approach. I just wasn't feeling it. Um, it just sounded weird, weird to me. I didn't, I wasn't, I just wasn't digging it. I wasn't digging the lyrics. I didn't really, I loved Asami's vocals, of course, but, um, I don't know the, I didn't really like the music behind it. The solo was cool. I liked the solo, but other than that, I was just like, I just, eh, this is just a uh, bringing back Iron Maiden style kind of power metal. I'm just like, eh, I, but the next song I, we listened to, Eric and I, we listened to the next one and we were blown away. That was freaking phenomenal. Loved it a lot. It was very not Iron Maiden. Are you sure we talk about the same song? I thought I thought it was. Yeah, it was really okay. I mean, parts of it, but I I didn't notice another music video. I didn't say there there was a music video. They released two songs at the same time. Oh, well, Soldier Soldier Stands in Solitary. Yeah, but it came out the next day. We reacted to those two songs that came out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So we did both of them. The Soldier Stands in Solitary. I loved that song. Um, That that was the one. Thanks, Tatisio, for bringing that up. Um, I just, I didn't like Stand and Deliver. It was my favorite uh, out of the three tracks that came out from Memorable and. Love Bites and uh, Baby Metal. Actually, Memorable is probably my favorite out of the three that were released this past week. The Bam Made one. Fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, let's keep on Love Bites. But uh, you guys go ahead and talk about it. I just, I didn't, I know you guys loved it. So I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Uh, Why don't you go, Ryan? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just just checked it out um, before we, about a half hour or so before we went live. And, uh, because I wanted I wanted to see it before we talked about it today, because I knew we would be, <clears throat> and I was I was pleasantly surprised, man. I loved it. Uh, just the whole different approach to the intro. Asami's vocals are a little different, little grit in there. Um, it was cool seeing them just kind of have fun, kind of cut loose. Which I'm not like a, uh, a a deep diver on their music, you know. So what I've seen is. I, I want to say too late. I'm, I've listened to a lot, but I, you know, I haven't like cataloged a lot in my brain what they've done. So to me, it sounded different and uh, it was cool seeing them in a studio setting and just having them kind of goofing around, switching instruments and stuff, having fun. Yeah, I agree. Be a little more animated, you know, I really liked it. Yeah, you're right. Music- the opening baseline was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, that's why I was expecting something else, I think, when that was driving in. Um, by the way, Ellen Talks BS, they put all 10 songs. You, you didn't hear me when I said they released the two songs before they put out the full album. That was after the fact. There was only three songs on the playlist. <clears throat> it was like a Wednesday, I believe. I can't remember when. Yeah, I, I actually, I think they yeah. did the YouTube stuff after, because uh, as soon as they dropped Stand and Deliver, I saw the whole album on Spotify already. Oh, on Spotify? So I think they might have released them Whatever, separately. dude. He's not, not trying to mislead anybody. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm just, I'm just. I'm just trying to clarify. I think they probably released them at different times on different platforms. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What'd you think, Wave? <clears throat> um, well, I actually really liked the sound and the music video for <clears throat> sorry, I just drank coffee. Um 
because it was different than anything I've seen from Love Bites before. Uh, and I wonder, I I understand what Alan's saying. If he's expecting like more like the classic Love Bites sound and he's more familiar with their older stuff, how maybe this would be just a really jarring change of pace. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Okay, I think we're good now. But I really liked it because what Ryan was saying, you know, in the video, you saw them goofing off. You saw a lot of their personality. You saw this new, more laid back than I've ever seen from Love Bites before. Usually I'd think of Love Bites as like really serious and regal Mm -hmm. and just focused doing their stuff. But like, I feel like adding Fami into the mix has given them this... new more casual energy that i haven't seen from love bikes before like they were goofing around their music videos switching around instruments and stuff and you could tell they were having a blast and i don't know that just really stood out to me more than anything i've ever heard from love bikes before so i was totally like i went to the next level with love bites in my appreciation and excitement to hear more of what they do yeah you know this is one of the instances where seeing the video may help you know the way you see some of the music it's been that way for me sometimes when i <clears throat> if you can when you hear a song and you relate to the to the video what a lot of us do that with live music by bands we love you see the live things like oh i like the live version so when you hear it you think of that live version and you know this uh the song itself i don't know if it had been any different if i heard it without the video but the, the video definitely colored my overall opinion of it. I was just but, about to know. say them having fun was one of the comments I made at the end of the reaction. I was like, the cool thing was to see them having fun for yeah. sure. Cause you're right. You don't see that. The other ones are very serious. So mm-hmm. starting off, it's interesting that to these past two music videos, they both start with bass leading it off, which is really cool that they're choosing songs to like highlight Fami right away, which is awesome. Yeah. Awesome thing to do. Maybe she took over and she's making them. No, I will lead every song. Yeah. She just took over the band and she's in charge now. <laughs> Did you guys think like when I heard Fami playing bass, it felt like in the style of Miho to me. It didn't mm. I didn't hear much of her style resonate through, but maybe I need to hear it again. Sorry, I just saw something uh, fly. I, think you, I think you need to hear it again anyway. Yeah. You're you're you're, yeah, grump, you're grumpy. You didn't hear the song <laughs> as good as it could have been. You need to give another listen when you're in a better You need to maybe. go to Florida and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, though, like even uh, the beginning part with the bass intro, like I don't, I don't really recall Love Bites, uh, their bass being that distorted Dirty. ever. Like I can't really think of a, a song where they where it start off. Like it was, it sounded like an electric guitar, man. Like it was as distorted as a bass gets, and I kind of love that. That gave me like a different vibe right off the bat with Love Bites, you know. Yeah. But also, yeah. like they went into this sort of like chant vocals during the verse, which yeah. then went from it went from the chant vocals into her like more raspy tone that ryan was bringing up before and i kind of just love that alone too because that was that was thrash bro that was like to me this song like i i heard like elements of judas priest or like iron maiden like like alan was mentioning earlier but like for the most part uh, people were saying motorhead i wish i brought that up and but i i was just thinking thrash in general like i said testament in my reaction you know like um whiplash you know like i just like the riff that they were playing you know just during the verse was such like a speed metal thrash metal type of riff but i was just like i was so into it just from that alone 
It reminds me of one of the gra- the Metallica Garage Days songs. Yeah. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, it does. Da, 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 da. What can't remember which song that is, but <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, dude. It I thought it was great, man. I dug it. And, and I also think about like the. Oh, sorry, I, I just the power metal stuff. Like I, I like them better when they're they're doing a little less of it, and I felt like this was, you know, more geared towards just like metal as a whole, less power metal. Yeah, oh, wow. You know, it had like a classic rock element to it too, like the. Some of the leads Miyaka was doing in the beginning had the, like those bluesy dyad bends. Yeah, I did the lead right after, after the song. <clears throat> yeah, right after Midori's doing these like huge dive bomb squeals. That was all, like, like a whole solo of that. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a freaking cool song! Shut up, Alan. Yeah, I, th- I, don't, know cool <laughs> I don't think so. I, mean, I don't know. I'm like, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It was like really. It was. It was weird to me. Like. It, you, the quality man. of the recording okay. too like i was if i was like this is the different like and, but honestly the i think it's on purpose because most of the songs are sounding really raw and that's really cool that they're doing that not a lot of bands can get away with like you know having a lot less of effects on their um instruments and stuff it's just not my thing i don't know there's other i've never been a huge huge love bites fan either it's, i'm always hit and miss with them like uh their first song that they released i love it i love dissonance um and the other one that somebody just mentioned i can't remember so there's songs i like that this one just wasn't for me cool um i will say structurally i thought it was a on on the more simple side of of what some of their other songs do like it was pretty much like you know here's intro verse pre-chorus chorus chorus, and then repeat solo and then repeat again right so uh, structurally if you're looking for something like out of the norm or breaking the mold uh you're not going to find it in that song i just like the vibe of, again like we we're talking about this patreon i just like the vibe of this song i thought it was cool yeah it reminded me of like the stuff that i used to listen to when i was in high school checking out you know for the first time checking out that 80s kind of metal stuff that i had never heard before because i was born in 1985 and i was only zero years old when some of that stuff was released. Mm. <laughs> and this kind of brought me back to those high school days when i was finally like really exploring and finding those older bands. And I really thought, like, especially as soon as the gang vocals came up right in the beginning and all four of them or all five of them were doing it, I was just like, damn, dude, this just, this has got 80s thrash written all over. Yeah, that was fun. I just want to say, like, like, don't get upset with Alan either if you really disagree with him because, you know, he's a guy that he's honest about his opinion. He says what he, what he feels at the time. And a lot of times we've seen him change his mind on music, you know? Like I've done just it. revisiting it. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, we've true. all done that. Um, sometimes that just like our it. listening conditions and just the first impressions affect it, but yeah. don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Not as tough as Champ with the don't make excuses. Chemical reaction. <laughs> Thanks, Wave. It's okay. Some people are just gonna like whatever they put out, and that's cool. I, I'm not that person. Yeah. I can't just. I'm definitely like... like that with some bands now. You yeah. know, just because I love them as people. Uh, but <clears throat> some bands, quote unquote, he says. <laughs> some bands. <laughs> we all know who you're talking about. This like, you don't have to, don't have to hide it. <laughs> baby metal. Let's talk about the new baby metal one. Um, I was shocked. Um, there was this one I did go back and listen to. I broke it down track by track. I, there's another one I was not a fan of either. I, it was just really weird. I. But the chorus was good because I remember the chorus from the clips that we all did and everything. I love the chorus to it. Definitely when I went back and listened to it, there's a lot of cool things underneath in the music. I'm so happy I did separate the tracks and stuff and listen to it. I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of awesome production. 
I think they just failed at the mixing level of it. Even though it is a good mix, but what they focused on, I guess in my head, I didn't really like what they focused on. But they really like like focused on that like dance beat, like that boots and cats and boots and cats beat. I'm like, why is this in here? Like they couldn't complicate that up a little bit. I, I don't know, or like make it different. Uh, but I haven't listened. Sue <clears throat> saves the, the song. Yeah, Sue saves the song for sure. Sue makes that song 100%. I love the vocals, love her singing in it, um, though. I will say that, her vocals. And there's some parts in the middle of the song that are really, really cool. And I can't wait to release that video because there's some really awesome nuances in there. Just the opening of the song was just weird to me. Um, but it's good. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's definitely, definitely my least favorite. How many are left on this album that need to be released? I don't know. Because... I've I don't know, man. The overall vibe of everything released is like, yeah, like everybody's still waiting for what they want to hear. <laughs> right. I there's some great there's great songs. Don't get me wrong, but I'm still I'm looking for like I want some heavier shit. You know, give me that. It's like a lot of people are still waiting. Like, okay, let's hear what the next one is. Okay, let's hear what the next one is. Yeah. And it's still like not happening. Yeah. For me, I'm curious this- to see if like it's packed with a bunch of shit people want to hear later, or if it's all going to be like this and. I think it's going to all be like this, Ryan. I really do. I think it's all going to be like this. It's going to be in the vein of Divine Attack, Monochrome. All these songs we've heard, I think it's going to be very similar to these these four that we've already heard. Oh, Metal King's the best song they ever wrote, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I, this was interesting because when we did those teasers last year, the the chorus of this, what was it called again? The baby mouse song. Anyway, the light in the darkness, I think. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Like the chorus with the drums, the drums have a really interesting pattern. And that was the teaser that stood out to me the most last summer when we were listening to them. Like it actually got stuck in my head after like, you know, the 10 seconds or whatever it was. So I was really excited for this one. And maybe I was partial to it for that reason. But I actually really enjoyed listening to it. The first time, but then I never listened to it again. So that almost mm. tells me, like, did mm. I love it or did I just enjoy it because I already loved the chorus the first time I heard it? I don't know. Wave, wave. The chorus is really good. You're absolutely right. I was, I agree with you. That drum pattern is amazing underneath it. The way that it like combines together, and then when you hear it in layers, dude, you're absolutely right. I, I love it. Uh, layers. Just there, the there's way. Another thing too is that I'm still such a baby metal noob. Like I've heard a lot of their music, but it was all like you know watching live versions with you, and like when I take all of that in at once, I can't retain it, you know. Mm. So like, um, I know like if you're comparing it to their older stuff, where it's just like mind-blowingly ambitious and crazy, like I can definitely understand why this stuff would be more disappointing because it is like they have the elements there, but they're a lot shorter, they're a lot more predictable, you know. Well, let's talk about it like this. So you have the chorus, right? And I think that's simple but interesting enough, right? I just wish the other parts of the music were like how the chorus was. That's my thing. I would have been on it, you know, because Metal Kingdom is awesome, right? At first I was like weird, but I'm like, no, this is badass. Monochrome is really good. Even Divine Attack is really cool. Like you raise those guitars up, you have some interesting elements, and I'm all behind it. But this song I was like, I don't know. This one's going to be a little bit difficult, you know? And, um... It was interesting because I took the guitars that were on the track and raised them up, and it sounded so much better. 
because <laughs> like, there's a better mesh because when you listen to it i feel like there's an annoying like like because the guitar's so low <laughs> it's so low so it's like sounds like well what was the point of putting the guitar in there you might as well just like put in some like synths into a gaki band yeah, <laughs> you might as well put in a synth or something like you know a heavy distorted synth and put that in there because it's, it's fairly simple it's just uh um, if I remember correctly, yes, yeah, G, and then it's just like G flat, and it just goes down the line of the scale, and that's all it is. And I'm like, that's really oddly simple for a baby metal there song. Were, there were some cool like unison riffs though with the drums like leading into the chorus, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, but like the progression of it was like it was just in a line. It was like oh, da, yeah. da. the entire of most of the song, except for those changes that you're talking about. And there's this one part in the middle that's really cool. I do like. Like I said, the chorus was great. It was just uh, the verses. I was like, I don't, I don't know. But um, but you can get away with that. Like if you make it interesting. But but that's just me. Like I said, I could have been in a really bad mood this week. Uh, <laughs> it might be affecting a lot of this. So I'm definitely gonna listen Damn, to it again. Did you listen to it? I did. I just listened to it before we uh, started uh, recording, actually. You it think? was uh it was my it was my favorite of the four. It was uh I'm actually a little bit surprised to hear you guys say this because I'm generally the one that's like uh, I don't I don't you know it's a little plain for me type of thing and I did feel like this one was it had that the same the same sort of like it's in that it's got the aura that the other three had but um and I, I was really iffy about it until after the first chorus so like the first chorus came up and I was like. Okay, here's that chorus. Like, oh, oh, I remember this from when we were listening to it again. Like, just like you guys, it's a it's an earworm instant, right? So I was like, oh, this is that song. Cool. This sounds good. Um, but I was like, I was a little concerned for the first like until we got up to that point. After we got out of that chorus, though, there was like this little kind of like breakdown part, and uh, this lead guitar riff came in. It was doing like a type of thing and i loved how it came in there because to me i don't know maybe it was just how what i was listening to but um like the way that i was listening to it but it sounded pretty loud to me so i i wasn't really having any issues hearing it like thinking it was too low in the mix or anything like that but i loved that riff and it kind of got me into the song so i was like so after like a rocky start i was like okay now we got this great chorus we got this really cool like metal riff coming in underneath then they took it down again to build back up to that second course which i'm okay with but then at the end like the second half of the song they had like these this riffing going on uh sort of like throughout the entirety of like act three of the song i would say like after chorus two hit and i loved that stuff i, I thought that that was the coolest and if we're talking about um the way that the song is like constructed and stuff like that I, I, it's it wasn't like it built and built and built I loved how it kind of like built up to the chorus and then went hard and then t went back down and then oh. built back up and went harder and then went yeah. down and then built back up and went hardest. So like, I actually really liked the trajectory of the song. By the end of the song, I was on the whole opposite page of where I was at the end of the first verse. See, well, like, I really like See, this is where like a uh, wave was talking about when I was listening to the song, all I could imagine was Mikio doing these awesome slidey riffs throughout the entire verses oh. that would have added to it. And that's why I did this I did a short where I did some sliding riffs. I wrote I wrote a lot of riffs for the song because I just wanted to mess with it, figure out the key and stuff. Uh, which is in B flat minor, which is interesting key uh, for baby metal to be in. And when I was doing the like those slidey riffs, I'm like, oh man, if this was in there, I would freaking love this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I just like, I, I don't know. It's just like, 
like my friend Joey said it the best. So I was like, did did they like did they fire the guitarist? Because <laughs> like it's like what, what happened, you know? Um, what happened to like the guitars? I think that's were they not aware that people really liked the guitar work from before? <laughs> I I don't know. Like it's weird because well, I mean, that seemed to be like gone. a really popular part of the band. L- listen, but I like gone. songs. I like songs like Dada Dance no. and um shanti shanti which are a little less guitar and i love the but those are really well crafted songs and there's still some guitar work in this this one just feels like they're just throwing this mediocre like guitar underneath and it's just like uh, (laughs) you know i don't know yeah all right so i actually disagree i don't think the guitar was mediocre on that one um it was like i said it was my favorite guitar work of the whole of the four songs that we've heard so far um that's shocking like i said i i I liked it the most out of the four, but I'm going to also, you know, okay. Uh, it's still not weird. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, the most appealing part of baby metal was the, the weirdness combined with the talent for me, for me personally, this is a personal preference. I liked when they got weird and these four songs are like, none of them are weird. To me. Like they're all very like, uh, ex- you know, kind of like you can, more mainstream uh, it's going more towards the mainstream sound that they normally have um so i re- I, I liked it the most out of the four but it's still not the album itself isn't giving me my favorite baby metal sound mm. interesting no i think yeah. those guitar riffs that i was talking about i would have loved this song so much more i really do in my opinion is i it would have i really really liked it because the chorus is so good in it but uh, but yeah that would well that's that's the other thing though when a chorus is really great like a lot of the times the first time that you listen to a song or at least for me the first time that i listen to the song i'm being analytical and I'm, it's all about the breakdown of the song right mm-hmm. but what i end up listening to the most later on is the one that has like that really catchy earworm hook and i can just like have it on more often you know because i'm not actually sitting there breaking down when i'm just when i'm just listening by myself yes. in my room or whatever yeah. Exactly. So I could totally see just because of the chorus alone, this ending up being my favorite song. Just go back and listen to it. And like I said, I love when those guitar riffs come up. I'm actually surprised that you didn't. They, they felt kind of like randomly placed, and <laughs> I like I appreciated that. I really want to listen to it again now after hearing you talk about that because I don't think I really noticed it that much. Because I've only heard it. I mean, once. especially right after the first chorus. Like after the first chorus, this riff comes in that they don't do again for the rest of the song, but it's yes. done under the verse. I know and, what you're talking really like- about. That's where that interesting beat comes in that I really like. There's like some electronic stuff that they do in there. That I thought was like second really verse? yeah badass. Is it in the second verse? And then Moa has a more prominent role for a moment, but in a severely mm-hmm. oh yeah she, she sings for a second. By yeah yeah yeah. So that was cool to see her see her by herself. So um, just real quick, guys, I just want to say this real quick. You guys should be able to hear the audio. We will put up the good, nice quality podcast after the fact. This is going to be immediately unlisted when we're done. Um, it is super windy in El Paso, and there's nothing I can do about it. I am looking at moving, so we don't have this issue. I'm going to move back into the area where I know the infrastructure is, um, you know, good. Uh, so I do apologize, guys, if it's cutting in and out. I will post this immediately after the podcast, and it will be up. So just be patient. If it's cutting in and out. We just figured to go live anyways, so you can hopefully try to talk with us during it. And like I said, if it's just cutting it out or it's really annoying, don't worry. Come back later. We'll have the nice quality recorded version up for y'all. So, 
Well, thanks, Alan. Word. Yeah. Um, so I, I do apologize, patience with us, guys. I, I am trying to move as quickly as possible. So um, we are aware yeah. of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And next week we're gonna. I think we're gonna try something else. But if I, but let me host it over when I get back. All right. See if that's any better. Memorable. Ryan, start us off. I heard you didn't um, like the song. <laughs> uh, memorable. It was a pretty amazing uh, love letter to the fans and uh, to what the 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 continued support and you know love that the band receives. Just just a confirmation of that. You know, like the, as fans of of bandmate, I think one of the unique things unique things about this band is how much they willingly show how much they actually appreciate the fans and they've done it now with three pretty amazing songs directed at us and you know thanking us for their support and keeping them kind of keeping them going and um you know they're much like us they're continuous continually surprised with what the support we give them you know and we think they should just expect it because of course we're going to do it but we're continually surprised with the quality of music they keep putting out so it's kind of a it's a it's a a cyclical thing man we they keep giving us what we need and want and uh (laughs) we give them the same thing back and just one kind of feeds the other so i got a little emotional while watching the video and uh from comments uh, a lot of people did and i think that's perfectly fine (laughs) <laughs> yeah hell yeah you know. i cry every day bro oh yeah man but i mean for me if i'm in my video i mentioned how you know they i've talked about how they have, have been a, a an impact on my life in a way that um more than just good music you know i wouldn't be here if it wasn't really for them um uh, initially there was, you know, a uh, night, which was a big part of that too, but bandmate is gave me a reason to travel across the country and then meet lots of people. And these are things that I wouldn't have really thought about doing, you know, a year and a half ago. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's just kind of a crazy thing to think that, um, that kind of thing can, can happen and you can bring people together just by being an, an honest musician <laughs> and just being, it's like, uh, you know, the example they said is an example that many should follow. I think. Yeah. It is just really cool that they did another fan song. I will say like about us. I definitely like way more. Um, I definitely like this song for more reasons than the song itself. If that makes sense. Like it's a, it's a good song. I probably if I wasn't a fan of the band, I wouldn't like it. But since I'm such a huge fan of the band now and been to those concerts like you were talking about, Ryan, and uh, seeing the love and support, it, there's like an added weight to it. There's like yeah. definitely a lot more behind it in a sentimental kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's really like the fact that they would write a song that they know really isn't going to appeal to a wide audience it's not going to attract new fans exactly what i was going to point out yeah but they give it to to the existing fans because they appreciate them so much even though it's really not going to do much for them but it does make the relationships with their existing fans stronger and makes us 
appreciate how much they appreciate us. Like basically psyche talking about how she loves, you know, she dreams about looking out in the audience and seeing people smile when they're playing music. At least mm-hmm. that's what I got from it. And it's like, what other band has written so many, like multiple songs like this <laughs> that again, aren't going to, because most most bands will be thinking about what can I do to get more people's attention and get bigger, but they're thinking like, what can I do to have a closer relationship with the fans we already have, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they're thinking that too, but they're taking a break to do that. They're still taking the time to establish and reinforce the fan base, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great point, man. As I was gonna say, it's not they didn't. I don't think they. Well, I don't know. They the way Konami writes, I think she just. Uh, the way she writes, I think appeals to a lot of people, and she doesn't intend. Careful, what I'm saying here. She, I know she writes with intent of, of making a good, just an obligatory good song. Not necessarily, I want this to be on the radio, but just a good song overall. And then this is something that I don't think was written with that intent. So much as what Wave is alluding to is just, regardless of how it plays on Spotify or whatever, it's going to be a song for the fans. And that was the concern, which is what makes it so special. Yeah. This was the first band made song that I listened to for the first time that I, uh, really didn't pay attention to the music in the background that much where I was like solely focused on the lyrics, which just never, if you know me, that never happens. I never really (laughs) pay attention to the lyrics over the music. Sometimes I'll listen to a song a hundred times and I have no idea what it's about. I'm all about the music, you know, but this one, um, I couldn't even tell you what's going on musically because every time that I've listened to it, I've just been focused uh, on, on listening to it. And I love how, like, especially the chorus, as a band, uh, as a wave alluded to earlier, was that uh, w- what's that final line that she says? Like, she she dreams of seeing you smile. I think I, I dream of seeing you smile. Mm-hmm. It, they like bookend the chorus, so it starts out. The first line is about how she is understanding that we have love for her and then that's amazing finishes the chorus by telling us how important it is that she's that she shows her love for us you know so it really felt like it kind of came full circle like here is this i I know i've finally come to accept that you guys love me i've 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 listened to your calls and and I, i i believe you like you guys love us and now we need you to know how much we love you also and especially like, you know, the, the final line of the song, I think it's something like she says, I dream of a world where this could be the case where like she could always continuously see us smiling, you know, and uh, that I feel like that's really heartfelt. It's wholesome. It's heartfelt. And it like made it makes you feel like um, it's worth it, you know, like like our support is is not going unnoticed and they appreciate us and. Um, I didn't ever need them to really appreciate us, to love them as a band, but the fact that they do yeah. just makes it a million times better. Yeah. So I love the song. Just I, I can just read. The, I can just read the lyrics and love it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like she sent that as a letter. Probably. You're just gonna love it, right? Sorry, sorry. Wait, go ahead. Oh no worries. Um, man, I mean, you guys said it so well. Just like, okay, so the first time I watched it, I was mostly just reading the lyrics like you guys but then when i watched ryan's reaction that's when it really hit me and i 
you know, that's when I teared up and I was like, holy crap. Because you, you broke it down so well and just seeing the emotion on your face. By the way, if you haven't seen it yet, you can see Ryan cry. <laughs> <laughs> but And then I watched Champ's reaction. Uh, and he he was on the edge of tears too, you know. Um, and just watching, <laughs> watching both of your reactions really got to me. Um, Alan, did you post yours yet? I didn't post it because I didn't feel like I said anything of importance so like it just turned into me just walking off camera and i was kind of embarrassed about the whole thing um <laughs> i was reacting to it with tina and it just it just hit me too it was like one of those moments i'm like i had to leave so eric and tina were just sitting there and i, I felt horrible so i didn't post it like i didn't feel like i offered anything of value that you guys had already said so i just didn't post it i was just like um but i did it live i did i did watch it and stuff but yeah but you liked it. I, I did like it. No, you I loved it. You weren't actually. Yeah. Wave, uh, Ryan and I, we were. Unfortunately, you got booted from the stream when we heard it the first time when we watched it at the Tokyo Garden show. Yeah. Um, and we're like kind of surprised by it, right? And we kind of felt what it was about without even knowing the lyrics, you know, like without, like yeah. we were kind of talking about, like we felt that there was some kind of message that was like really important coming out of that song, you know? So it was really cool to finally get out and like see the video of it but like you didn't ha get to have that uh, initial experience alan because you got screwed over by the internet unfortunately but um so this this was really the first time that you had heard it right no no i i had watched tokyo garden theater afterwards and uh, i learned how to play oh. the song so i know how to play it and stuff and um oh, okay. yeah so i heard it and i the live it was interesting because at my first my first time hearing memorable was the st the studio version because I was just listening to it in passing because um, I knew I wasn't going to do a reaction. I was like, there's no, I've heard it already. I'm not going to film a reaction. I'd listen to it. I didn't like tear up. I heard it in passing. I'm like, oh, I think I like the live version better. Um, and I still think I do like the live lead that Konami did better. It feels different to me. But it is, I haven't watched the live one again because I thought it was different too when I was watching the video. I'm like, this sounds yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't remember hearing it. And then I when don't I even remember the lead at all, when I sat down and listened to it with Eric and Tina, I was like, "That was my first." I guess I could react to it because I was like, "It's my first time hearing the polished version," you know. And I really love that they focus on Psyche's vocals a lot. Like it's really good. And uh, Eric and I will say this all the time from Dicotic. We're like, Psyche's amazing when she's on top of acoustic. She sounds good, of course, over all the music. But for me, she shines on acoustic settings. The one of the acoustic album is one of my favorite albums. Like that's the album I, if I want to like listen to Psyche like shine, I feel like that's such a great album to listen to. Like you can really that's. Um, it's just so awesome. That album is so good. Uh, I still like listening to that one to this day. Um, even more. She gets to play with her vocals a lot more when it's, when yeah. it's kind of slowed down in acoustic and like when it's faster, it's like, she's got to keep up pace with the, with the rest of the instruments. Right. But here it's like, she gets to experiment a little bit more with what she's doing. And I think that you could see way more of what she's capable of. Yeah. yeah. No, I gotta, I gotta say, man, with the, the music in it, that, it's not getting a lot of love and I don't understand why nobody's saying it's bad. Trust me. I know that, but, um, I, I found this was start over. I, I was listening to a 
a track of that the vocal stretched away and i was going to jam to it a little bit and it's got so much groove in it and there's some really cool stuff going on and memorable i think as i was listening to it the misa of course because she's a insane freaking genius was just this is what she does is all it's just always to me she always, always seems like she's leading you from one place to another and this one it seemed like she was kind of pushing you from one place to the other mm. whatever i don't know how to really explain it but and then akane you know lays back at the beginning and then at some point she's like time to do what i fucking do <laughs> just puts yeah. in these crazy ass fills in this freaking ballad where they have no business being but it sounds incredible like yeah well, you know the, the songwriting just overall you know it's never show-offy but it comes across like what are you doing you have no business doing that in the song but it works and the <laughs> solo was nuts man to me it seems like I don't know. You said it the uh, best. You said it sounded like a puppy that's waiting to be let off a leash. <laughs> what you said in your reaction? Right. Yeah. They can't that, contain themselves. They can't contain themselves. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> such a great description. So thanks to you, like, I pictured a puppy while I was watching it. As soon as the solo started <laughs> off, immediately I thought of that. I'm like, it does sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna you know look back at the song without without Psyche's amazing vocals and see what's going on there and. It's always another. It's the another chord, world. The chord progression is very interesting. I liked. I liked the chord progression. It was a fun song to play. Like it's uh, very interesting. Um, so I, I don't think it's like basic by any means. Um, I wasn't a fan of the recorded solo. I get what you're saying, Ryan, and, and I'll listen to it anyways. I, I feel like the solo was better live. I don't know why. I thought that one sounded. Can I, can I say, fit it better? Can I want to. I want to say why I love that solo. Okay. Because uh, that was the one you thought part of, of puppies. I, <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> consider the puppy part. <laughs> but uh, I, I really, um, I thought that, okay, so I kind of compared it to Daydreaming right as a, after I heard it because Daydreaming is a slower song, right? But then when that solo comes in, it comes in like a freight train, right? Like just yeah. boom, and it hits you in the face. Uh, but that's a different, there's a different message though, right? This song was so sort of like it, it, I didn't I didn't think it would feel appropriate to do too much craziness. So Konami kind of going back and forth from this one sort of stretched out note to keep that same vibe that was going through the rest of the song before that. It's like one note and then she does a couple quick notes. And then yeah. one longer note again and i felt like what that did was it it allowed the song to maintain the vibe that it had beforehand without you know she still threw in those couple notes that were like really quick and fast and fun to listen to but those elongated stretched out beginning of each phrase notes is what i felt like kept it in the vein of the rest of the song and i loved that i thought that uh it emotionally resonated with me like the rest of the song did because of the way that it was formulated around it so um, I've heard better solos from Konami, like just technically speaking. But if we're talking about like how well did it fit what we were listening to right there, I thought it was like a hundred, like a hundred out of a hundred. You thought like, it? I, thought I it see. Was, I, I didn't like, think it placement. fit. I I didn't think it fit as well, but it did break up the song to give it a different dynamics, and that's why I like it because it is different from the rest of the song. It's like all this. Like Ryan said it the best. I can't say it better than that. So <laughs> it's like. Uh, it was the way that you said it, Ryan was perfect, I, I, and Thanks, I like friend. it for the. Thank you. I like it for the fact that it breaks up the song. It's like, cool. You're sad. You're emotional. 
because of what it, the song means. And then you're like, hey, we're badass, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and they, like, See what you're saying? I, I didn't get that impression at then, all. Like, I didn't feel like the solo was like, they didn't they didn't go badass. with a ballad solo like that's interesting i thought, I thought, was, I thought that was as ballady as like a band not at all i don't know to me that <laughs> what, was not what's, a what's a more ballad. ballady bandmaid solo like even in their slow songs they like like daydreaming like she shreds like a beast in it you know what i mean like, this one at least like wasn't the whole time it was only half uh, the time i missed the piano from the tokyo garden theater version surfing a song wave i agree i wish yeah. that piano was in there i do same um, um, I, I thought the solo was genius, like the way, because it wasn't a guitar solo. It was an instrumental section because Akane had such an impact on the way that guitar solo came across. She's See, literally that's... doing drum fills the entire time during the solo. Yeah, she is really bolstering what Konami's doing. And I agree with champ the way Konami eased into the solo, but she did. You know, she did licks to go along with the drums, and then the way she eased out of the solo, the and then it's silence. I just thought that was genius composition because, like, it made a lot of guitar solos just the guitar showing off, but this was an instrumental section that, you know, it was like a, it was like a movement in a classical piece of music. You know, I just you know what you I know what it made it. me think of. It made me think of Adabana uh, from Nemophila, where it's like oh. they have this breakdown section where the solo is not their craziest solo ever, but because everything is working together to create like this kind of new sound. In the session, yeah, man. It all yeah, felt really point. cool. Mm. Yeah. I love that bands are doing, well, the especially the bands we've been watching are doing that now, where it's not just they keep playing the same four chords they were through the whole song and the guitar solo goes over it. Like every part is composing their parts around the guitar solo. That's yeah, it's pretty. Cool it's pretty feature. cool, man. Those are always the best solos, I think. Like it's so cool to change up the rhythm. You know, um, there's a lot of classic bands that used to do that. Like out of the '70s, '80s, they would always do that. They always change up the back behind the solos, and it kind of like disappeared in the '90s, like um, and 2000s, where like all of a sudden it was just like, let's take the chorus and play the chorus again and yeah, do the yeah. solo. It wasn't cool, wasn't cool <laughs> to play guitar anymore. Yeah, I took so. inspiration from this actually. Uh, sorry to plug myself real quick, but I made my last Whoa. original song. Phrasing, phrasing for sure. Uh, but my last sorry. original song, Paola Prison, like yeah. I ended up re doing the entire instrumental section under the guitar solo after I recorded it nice. and wrote, rewrote each part to like go along with the guitar solo. So there's like six different sections of the guitar solo and it's all different styles of music pretty much. But I was like, I was listening to it. And I was like, man, this sucks. And I was like, what would bandmate do? <laughs> and so I just like tried to, to build that around it. and maybe it's a little too erratic and like changing theme too much but just the fact that this band has inspired me so much to push myself more creatively and not just settle with something mm -hmm. because it was easy at the time just really makes me happy that because i was in such a musical rut before i heard band made you know yeah wave another cool thing to too is write music to like you come up with the vocal melodies first before having any music at all 
that's always fun. It's kind of like the same idea with the solos, I think. Like, that's why I yeah. think it's fun with the solos. Like, and you just put the rhythms behind it. Because then you're, like, changing it like crazy, and it sounds so cool. And, like, you guys said, a memorable, it definitely does that for the lead. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if a lot of people realize how much songs evolve during the recording process. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a composition, you know, that that you come with a demo. But then when everybody starts, like, working on it and changing their parts and changing things up in the studio once they hear what what it's going to sound like when it's done and then it evolves and evolves and gets perfected and it's like it's such a huge process rather than just okay they just start playing and that's the song you know yeah definitely my experience i mean sometimes when you hear the recording back you're just like wow how did i think that worked you know, like, yeah, it seemed so cool in my head. And then you actually hear the record, the playback, and you're just like, what the fuck was I thinking? Bro? Hey, sometimes like, you, you sometimes you're like, oh, that's better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of the time, though, I found that, like, I'll be recording something and I'll just be like, you know, I think I'll, I'll think too much in the writing process. Right. Like, I'll, I'll just be in my brain trying to, like, make these minuscule changes that I think are going to be really cool. <laughs> When in reality, it would sound good if I just went dun, 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 dun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sometimes simpler is way better. Yeah. Yeah. I I found myself as some of, if I'm writing a, a song or whatever, and similar thing, what would what, what band do? But then I'm like, you know what? That's not that's not the way I write. Right. <laughs> now, it's not so you can't, you know, take inspiration from them and, and utilize that. And I, and I have. Um, you know, small changes and stuff, but um, you can definitely get yourself dug into a, a musical hole trying to <laughs> pull off shit that they do. Oh. Especially if you're like me, where you're a guy that's really good at writing like blues that just repeats the same shit over and over and solving over that and making it sound interesting. <laughs> when you start changing other shit, it's like, uh, oh, now I got to change this. And then you just... You just don't finish yeah. the project is what happens. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a domino effect. I do need to add, nope. I'm like, what would Bandmate do if they sucked like I do? <laughs> so I'm right within my Whoa. capabilities. Phrasing again. Full of phrasing. God damn, wave, you got a roll. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Can we put the starting screen back on? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was about to say, like, that's that's why I love um, sending stuff to you, Ryan, though, because you have, like, that blues background. We're like, hey, man, what do you think about this melody? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you think of some melody outside the box. That's super yeah. helpful in bands. Nice. I, you know, and I think with, like, with these bands that are really good, I have, I have a feeling with Nemophil and Bandmade more specifically, they really take they really i think they really work within each other to do different styles you know or like kind of blend it they're just really good at blending different ways of doing things you know yeah sometimes you hear a blues line in the lyrics right a lot of a lot of yeah. vocals are in a blues phrasing most of the time actually they'll take out those other notes right over like minor yeah. scale take out the 2 and the 6 yeah exactly and just play the play that pen i mean and that's always a good way to do it because it's going to be catchy <laughs> you know um it's always and then awesome when you do throw in a two or a six it sounds yeah weird and fun yep yeah exactly or or, or just like flat it turn it or flat or sharper to make the harmonic minor or something like that randomly and you're like what yeah. the, what 
That that always throws it. That still gets me when I hear a song. All of a sudden, I hear a random chord go outside. I'm like, oh, I heard that. Konami <laughs> does that a lot. Like yeah. like every song, like every song <laughs> they've ever written. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, dang. Yeah. So out so of the what three you songs, guys out of the three songs, I was sorry, to, Alan, go ahead. You read my mind. I was about to say that out of the three songs, <laughs> what was everyone's favorite? Champ, yeah, go. Yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> Three um, songs. So, so lyrically, <laughs> lyrically, my favorite was the band made one. I mean, by far, and I'm almost viewing it in a different perspective as of the other two songs because it is like it's like a clean acoustic style song, you know, and it's a, it's it's made for a different purpose, right? Uh, musically speaking, and I have to go back and listen to the memorable like more deeply, like you guys ended up doing afterwards. Because every time I've heard it, I just I, I I'm just like enthralled by the emotional. I'm emotionally resonating with it, and it's like almost hard for me to pay attention to the actual instrumentation. But uh, so I need to hear it again. But musically, I absolutely loved "Stand and Deliver" by by Love Bites. I thought that that was like, and again, it was because it didn't you're sound cheating, like a lot of the Love Bites stuff that I've heard. I fucking loved it. You're cheating. If you're asking. If the, answer, if the question is which one am I going to listen to, if the question is which one am I going to listen to the most out of the three, it's it's the Love Bite song. If you're, if the question is, no, we asked you the question which already. One we said what's your number one. I we, don't have an answer. You're, you're answer. changing yeah, the question answer. on us, <laughs> dude. Champ stole my answer. You, you guys are changing the question. I just said what, what, which one is your favorite. <laughs> I guess it's going to be the one that you listen to the most, right? Go back to listen to. What about you? What you got? What, go, go, Ryan. What about you? You want to get it? And I want to go listen to the bandmate song like right now. Because <laughs> oh, here's what happened. I listened to it right, and it was it was great and touching and and had all the feels. And then I I got in my car and listened to it. I'm like, this sounds freaking incredible. Just the sound of it was great. Hearing all hearing everything nice and clear. So I got one of the because I listened to it, it since I heard it on the live when it came when it went live I listened to it at work and then I listened to it in my car and then I got home and listened to it with headphones and it just kept blowing my mind like just the instrumentation of it was great man the the just how it was done the sound of everything was just great and I just kept listening to it like god that freaking bass dude <laughs> what's that bass and then the Connie comes in and just it's awesome yeah. So it went from being an automatic like just because of the sentiment of it to being just a just a great song, you know. And I was kind of surprised. I'm not not surprised it was good, but that that type of song would have the instrumentation that just kept me coming back to it. And you know, this gotcha. is interesting how we're all seeing it kind of differently. The the love bites one I heard for the first time today, so you know I'm going to listen to that again. I haven't listened to to uh, Baby Metal yet, so I don't know. Yeah, I may be a little biased, but. What about you, Wave? Band May is probably my favorite one. So Alan, Big surprise. <laughs> I asked you, Wave. <laughs> See, oh. you guys changing questions around. <laughs> well, I'm like, kidding, I'm I kidding, mean, I'm kidding. Champ basically said what I was thinking. Like, lyrically, obviously, I have the biggest emotional connection to Band Made. And, like, the, like, it's just mind-blowing that they would take the time and energy to make you know, a song like this and literally probably squeezed it in to, I don't know if it was the U S tour or the last rock stars where they shot the music video. Cause it was shot outside of LA. Right. 
Yeah, it's I think definitely it, an American what, desert. In the desert? Yeah. Lanc- Lancaster, I think. But I'm sure, like, they were obviously in the middle of a, a tour or, you know, where they were performing, and they took time to go shoot that music video. And it's just like, you know, the amount of energy they give to the fans, even when they're already busy on a tour where the last thing you want to think about is making a music video, but they made time for it when they probably would have rather been resting for the show they're going to play and put out this video so quickly after the the uh, round of tours and stuff they've been doing. Probably part of the reason why it was, you know, just Miku. It's a lot easier to take a couple camera guys and, and one member out and get some really good shots, which ends up with a really touching video, you know, because it's, I but, love that they recorded I mean, over here. Logically, it's just easier to do it with one person instead of like the whole crew. <laughs> <It's like> a, <laughs> While they can work on other shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just glad they did. Oh, this up, poll is this poll is rough, dude. I put up a poll for you guys. There you go. <laughs> you can't put three. Just out of the two you, bands? Put two, you can't put more than um more than two. I figured everyone's putting baby metal as last, so so I was like, all right, I guess I'll just put Love Bites and Bandmate. <laughs> sorry, Baby Metal, you're not on the thing. I actually but, hate to do that, though, because I, I, I liked the Baby Metal song almost as much as the Love Bites song. See, like, for I, me, I really almost, almost, that means you didn't like it as much. For me, it goes... I know, but it feels so bad being last. <laughs> you know? For me, it goes... Baby goes, Metal on there? For me, it goes Bandmate, but I know that might be really biased. <laughs> Very. Yeah, and then Baby totally. Metal second, and then third Love Bites. Love Ice was definitely bottom for me. I did that. I just didn't like that song. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it, guys. I want to listen to it because I'm, I'm really curious. Because if you don't like it, nobody else likes it. I'm probably gonna love it. <laughs> oh what? No, no. Talk about Love Bites. Love Bites. You oh, okay. Love, love Bites. Bites. Yeah. Yeah. You're off your ass on that. That's a fucking great song. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think it is. It was, uh, but yeah. Oh man. I would listen I'm to gonna, the baby metal song honest, though, over like, it. I would. Like, if the, you gave me a choice, the, that Love Bites song or baby metal, definitely listen to the baby metal. Right on. Yeah. I don't even like, I, you know, I'm not mad about that. Like, you know, like, I think that that's a really, I like that song. So I honestly think, because it's, it's funny, like, I, it, it's coming off to me, like, maybe this wasn't, like, you know, everybody's favorite week of, of, of drops from these bands. Um, I felt, like, overwhelmingly positive about uh, the three of them combined. Yeah, I was really happy like the direction that they're all going in. They're all different. Yeah, all th- yeah, all three of them were different, to be honest. All three of the releases were like not expected <laughs> by either of the it bands. It was kind of like the best week ever, dude. Getting <laughs> new releases from all three of those bands in one yeah, week. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, it's awesome. Just be happy we got them. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so um, I want to bring this up before we go on to this other little quick piece of news. Um, Bandmade in Europe. So, they oh, haven't played over did there. Ar- did Orange get to you fucking crying about shit? <laughs> he did. Orange sent me a letter. He's like, please talk about this on the Guys and Guys podcast. Nobody brings it up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, there, was this a, petition. there was a good point. I don't know if it's true. This is all speculation. It's entertainment purposes only. <laughs> all right? None of this is facts, right. okay? GG speculates. Uh, yeah, GG speculates 100%. So somebody's bringing up that it's much more difficult, but other bands have done it, and I'm aware of this, but maybe they had it figured out um, 
to get their visas passable or like the amount of money to get those passable to get into Europe was kind might be rough and might be why they're not getting over there. Where the U.S. it was extremely easy to do so. Is that true? I think I have it's no visas clue. and uh, um, transportation, like getting buses and just getting trucks to move gear is so much more expensive in Europe right now. Mm. That's what I've, I've read over on, on a few different band pages is that it's just so expensive to just get around there that it's not feasible to go and make money. Mm. That's why Anthrax canceled their show. Yeah. Their shows over in Europe. Like earlier last year, or I think last summer, Anthrax was supposed to go over the summer. And then they gave this big like uh, announcement saying like, we just, it's not worth it for like, it's going to cost us more to travel around than the amount that we're going to actually make by playing the shows over there. So uh, I mean, that, that sucks from, from a fan standpoint to hear that. But if a band doesn't make money on a tour, they literally just can't fucking do another one. You know, yeah. that, can't that, be that, feeds, <laughs> that feeds the band who everybody working for them. And it's, yep. it supports like the next album. If you can't, make money going out or at least freaking break even then and here's your go ahead go ahead i'm done i was gonna say here's the other thing i was gonna tell you ryan if they make it in the u.s they're gonna go to europe eventually like guaranteed a little more and they're gonna make way more money in the u.s like i think if i'm thinking about this like most bands that do really well in the U.S. are going to go to Europe eventually. So I, it's not out of the question. Just got to be patient. Like, let them blow up in the U.S., let them focus on the U.S. and get a huge fan base where they do have the capital uh, raise and stuff, and then I'm sure they'll hit up Europe. I, I don't have a doubt in my mind. They'll go to Australia, Europe, and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah? I think so, too. But yeah, probably South America also. Because of... it would be a bad strategy I, I mean, to I focus think... on Europe first, you in know, my opinion. You know, it's probably... You're breaking up, champ. Okay, go ahead. Now you're back. Oh, sorry. I actually just stopped talking. I was going to let you go. Um, I, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know this for a fact. Again, GG speculates, but it's probably also easier to travel from state to state than country to country. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, once you get right, here, customs- once you get here, you got a few thousand miles you can travel around in the same visa as opposed to. It's like to- 50 countries put together. Without yeah. state or without right. So even though customs. like size wise, you know, in Europe, size wise, if you created America, the, the America sized area in Europe, you'd have to travel through several countries, right, to do right. that. Well, point. once you get in America, you're just driving from state to state. It's easy. It is smarter from like a business aspect to focus on one country at a time, and then you know, because maybe the last time they went to Europe, maybe they didn't recuperate as much as. You might have think. I know they did go there before. Maybe they didn't make enough money over there, and maybe they okay, looked at it. Ron Shabo said there are no border checkpoints in Europe. Okay. Um. Anyways, um. What does so, that mean? So you could just travel from country to country, easy peasy. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, oh, but you. Cool. S- Never mind. Then I take it all back. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, gotcha. But if like what I'm thinking is they probably didn't make as much as they did last time they went to Europe. And probably what they're thinking, they're like, well, let's just focus on this first. And then after that, we'll start spreading out, you know, because if you spread yourself too thin, it could it could get a little dicey, you know, if you don't have a significant fan base from, from every single country, right? And then they have all the numbers. We don't know what the numbers are. We don't know what the turnout is. We don't know how much money. And, I'm, and, their, biz, and their management seems really smart, and they're doing all the right things and making all the right moves um, to make sure that they grow properly. And it seems like to me, like with the last rock stars, uh, they were coming to the U.S. The last rock stars were here in the U.S. So, yeah, why not 
come back to the U.S., take take advantage of that, and um, uh, keep spreading it out since they're over here. But I could be wrong. Like I said, I think they're just focusing on a country at a time, and I think they will play other countries probably in the next couple of years or so um, after they solidify a fan base. Cool. I was wrong again. It's the European Union, not all of Europe, that has no checkpoints. I don't know. <laughs> so just to clarify, <laughs> me neither. I had to yeah. Google it. We're we're guidance for more than just Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah this, this, that's why I say Japanese music news and other related music. <laughs> we also don't know shit about the EU. <laughs> I just thought EU was an abbreviation. We, for we should have an EU podcast, probably. Like US. <laughs> I, wave until you just said that right now. I thought that too. So, so yeah. oh, I'm not alone in that. I don't even know other things about other states. I thought I thought Florida and Indiana were right next to each other. Apparently, <laughs> right, Ryan? What, where are you? Uh, You're near uh, Florida, right? Twenty four <laughs> hours away, dude. Like we can't meet up for a beer. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. And it, it was like you're in Florida all the time. Aren't for you? those of you that don't know, uh, Champ, what did you say in the Discord? You were like. Ryan, are you here? Like, yo, yo, Ryan, where in Florida are you at, bro? I'm down, I'm down here. <laughs> and he was like, uh, like at least twelve hours out. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, I live in Indiana. I was like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna leave. Let's just move on. Then. Champ, Champ, Champ was like, is Dude, that don't a worry, state? I got a seven percent in geography in seventh grade. So, but hey, thanks, man, for uh, inviting me out for like a beer. That's cool. uh, I know. Yeah, I want, I wanted to come hang. Uh, you know, at least you know that my intentions were good. Yeah. <laughs> Champ's like, oh, that's a whole other state <laughs> that he lives in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I got to learn American geography before I move on to the European geography. <laughs> Does uh, Europe have geography? I'm kidding. <laughs> so, Gacker Spin is releasing a new album, guys. It's been two yeah, years. Nice. Six-member yeah, female yeah. rock band Akraspin, which attracts attention from overseas, held a one-man live at Lion Cube Shibuya um, on the 23rd. Uh, they were, they're going to be releasing the album on the... Whoa, whoa, sorry, this is translation. Released an album for the first time in two years. It was announced that the company will be transferred to Nippon Crown, so they're changing record Ooh. labels, which is Bandmade's old record label, right? If I'm not mistaken? Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, um, so or, I couldn't find the date of oh, November. I was trying to find the date when this album's coming out, but the point is, the album's coming out. If you guys can help me on the chat, let me know when it's coming out. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's Sweet. that's yeah. the one bummer with Gatrick Spin is, like, everything's in Japanese, you know. So it's hard to like keep track of what they're doing mm -hmm. without yeah relying yeah. on so, crappy some of the translations. J-Rock yeah, News, can you uh, do some articles about Gakker Spin, please? <laughs> yeah, J-Rock News, come on. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, are you in the chat? <laughs> do you, hey, Home Gnome says all... singles in April and June. Cool. Oh, okay. okay. Do you guys all like Gatrick Spin? I do. Yeah. I, I do. do. They're one of my oh, favorites. Sweet. Don't okay, you? Cool. Yeah, I, lo I love them. I think they're great. <laughs> right. Anna's one of my, like, she's on the same level as Konami and Miyako for me, you know? Yeah, she's mm. insane, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. awesome. They're all oh. pretty great. I mean, the fact that they could just switch up instruments at any given moment yeah. and play each other's is pretty amazing. Um, you guys ever watch their older stuff when they still had dancers? 
Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few of them. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen I gotta that. say, I loved that. <laughs> yeah, they used to have like two or three dancers up front that, that that would just dance. That's what they did. Wow. I thought it was cool as hell. I wish they would bring that back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Harbro's mentioned something right now. He said, I need a doll box comeback album. I would love that. I, oh I should go God, listen to the other great. album. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That would be awesome. Um even, they, even if just they they just kept Angie and just did some heavier stuff like Dolls Wax. But I'd like to hear Fuki with them too. That'd be amazing. That's the thing. Like the band themselves are so talented, especially like Oreo. It's such an insane um pianist slash keyboard player to be able to dance like that while playing these insanely complex piano and some pretty incredible vocals stuff. too. It's like Oh yeah, her voice. I'm with Ryan like, about like so much talent. You guys, wait, you guys talking about Dalsbach or Gackerspin? Yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> I'm saying with uh, Dalsbach, like I'm with Ryan. I love Fuki over that band so much more. Um, that was like things. Uh, I, I definitely listen to Dalsbach. Unlucky Morpheus, whatever tour together. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to slow Unlucky Morpheus down at all by doing anything. Sorry, Dallas there. Box over Unlucky yeah, Morpheus. I, I don't listen to Unlucky Morpheus. An insane statement. If you're insane people. That's an insane statement? I think you're insane. Unlucky <laughs> Morpheus is one of the best bands I've ever heard in my life. What's that? What's that icebox? Unlucky <laughs> Morpheus is one of the best bands I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Yeah, and Dallas Box is just better. They're one of the best bands I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yeah, I, I tend mean, to listen to them. That's kind of it's kind of crazy. Put your gloves how on, boys. <laughs> we're we're right next door to man. each other. We'll fucking fight, oh, dude. I know. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll be Ryan, there in five minutes, Mister Indiana. Ryan, Ryan will be right over. <laughs> I can't believe I wasted so much of my life like thinking there was no good new music, yeah, and here, like, there's too much now. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're right. There is right. too much. Right. Yeah. There is too much. Oh, Ryan didn't listen to music for like five years, like straight up. I was so bored by everything that I had heard. And now it's like, I can't even find the time to listen to my favorite band's new stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a kind of an insane statement right there. I don't have time to listen to my favorite band's music. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so many bands crazy. that are great that I had no idea existed before. It's like, man. It's okay. One, one of my Some of you guys can try to write original music. No one's got time for that. <laughs> You guys ever like go because I listen to mainly stuff from outside the US and a lot of it's Japanese, but there's from all over. And sometimes, like, well, maybe there's the same type of thing going on here. And I'm just being uh, biased and just listening to stuff outside. So, you know, I'll listen to new stuff on in the US and I'm like, yeah, it's just not, it's not as good. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I'm trying to pinpoint what it is, what it is that isn't as good. And yeah. I think it's, it's that it could be the same style, but the drums are starting doing shit, or the bass isn't doing shit. So we're, we're used to hearing, we're used to hearing top tier instrumentalists on at every position in a band. That when you come back here and it's like, yeah, they got a really good singer. It's like that's just not enough anymore, man. Yeah. You got to have like every musician be a freaking insane instrumentalist, and then I feel like, or it's just boring. For some reason, it feels like all the singers in the U.S. sound the same. Although at the, like they're all good singers, like but they're, they're all like cookie cutter singers. Am I crazy or maybe not all of them? I could no. I could be not listening to enough too. There's that. There's that also. I, I don't listen to American it's, music. I find 
hard to find i find it hard to find new bands in america honestly like i just nobody ever recommends them and like i i you kind of gotta do your own research and just like hope that you get lucky to find one of these but like you know the vocals are rarely my issue with american music it's usually just i find the instrumentation simple like maybe not maybe they are top tier instrumentalists if they had put that into the songs themselves but i find that they when they actually write the song it comes off as like much more basic it's, yeah it was funny there's a band that i there. every band that i get into right that i like like a lot that like somebody will show me and one of the bands was i was like oh they're probably from the u.s because i'm assuming they sing it in english and completely forget there's other countries i have english speaking but um <laughs> but like i'll find out they're from australia i'm like oh yeah. they're not even from yeah. the u.s or they're from the uk i'm like oh okay <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how like some singers are so good at hiding their accents while yeah. they sing, like the yeah. accents just disappear right. while they're singing. Yeah. Um, I I really uh, feel what Norman said though. They're all trying to get on the radio. Like you can guarantee sure. if there is a band that's making music like interesting, like we want to hear, they're not playing it on the radio, and that's why right. so many bands, like you were saying, even if they have the talent. They're not writing songs like that because stupid U.S. radio stations won't play their music. And well, they'll like, never find their audience. Like Mustang said, yeah. U.S. singers these days just sound like robots with pitch correction. That's fine. Do like what Passcode does. That's unique. You know, you can still make yeah. that unique. <laughs> you know, having the... The, the, the American music system corporation is broken right now because of payola. Like, you have to already know someone that has the money to pay the radio stations to play your music. So you have to sign to this huge label that just sucks the soul out of you and makes you make the same regurgitated radio crap. And so there's no ambition or evolving in the, you know, mainstream music world anymore because they're all just trying to appeal to the simple you know, catchy part of the human brain, I guess, that mm. likes the simple crap that Big is boy. easy to get into right away. If they you're capitalize. not writing something that's super simple and catchy, then you're not going to be fucking promoted. Yeah. 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 There's no depth in it because it's not, you know, it's like but, same with movies. They, they think their audiences are too stupid to appreciate any depth. So they're like, what will hit? Well, they have to be like, going right out of away. business now because nobody's really listening to radio anymore. Are they like that's how many people? No, there is. A, there's a lot like, of people. Don't dude. corner towards the radio. We don't, but there's millions of people listening to shit on the radio. You, all really? The time. Okay, I was wondering and about that because you're right. We're removed. It's still, we're 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 removed from it. You're absolutely right. Like Frank yeah. still listens to the radio, which blew my mind. He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm on a yeah. tractor all day. We just have the radio." I'm like, "Bro, I." He's like, he told me, he told me he literally just goes to the jazz station. There's a jazz station he yeah. can get to. He won't listen to that. I'm like, I didn't even think people listen to radio. That's why it's so hard for us. That's why it's so hard for us to find people that like Bammy because most people don't appreciate uh-huh. their musicianship. Most general people don't, you know. Mm, most people why. just want to hear something easy and catchy because they're just musically ignorant. Because they <laughs> spend all day just, on TikTok. <laughs> and they're used to not having to expend any hey, effort. TikTok you know? blew up Hot VA, you know? Gotta give oh, TikTok yeah, yeah, yeah. some credit, you know? I, dude, I gotta tell you guys, I'm talking to my kid over here about this yesterday, and he's saying that, like, 
like all the music that his his friends in high school are listening to it's all coming from tiktok like that's where they're hearing yeah. all this music first time because they don't listen to the radio <clears throat> these, these 14 right. 15 year olds they're not they're he he's never going to turn on the radio in his life he's watching tiktok finding new information new music from that and that's what him and all his friends are talking about Dude, my, my son does was, he's He's like he's he's working on Rage Against the Machine or fucking working on like a Metallica song oh, or something. Cool. Like, where'd you get that? It's like, oh, TikTok. I'm like, yeah, right on, right. dude. And he's he's like, oh, I like Hank three and and Nirvana and Metallica and like dude. Slipknot a lot right now. And I'm like, oh, right on, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Musically, Enjoy that shit. See, you guys, music- are, you guys are good influences on your kids for helping them get into good music, though. Sorry, champ. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, no, I just, I, I think that, like, okay, so I'd prefer for them to find music through TikTok than to find it through the radio, because the radio is going to be, like, the top, same top 40 crap over and over and over and sure? over again. Like, I mean, they're still playing God, goddamn the same bad romance song by Lady Gaga since t- from 2005, yeah. like, 50 times a day, you know what it's I mean? It's because that's and, the best but, like, song ever, champ. No. <laughs> I do like that song. But besides that, besides that point, you know, the next one... Um, but like when they go on TikTok, they are hearing like classic rock jams and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he knows he knows some cream songs. You know what I mean? Like he would have never heard that. I, w- I probably wasn't. Well, think, is is TikTok like Ooh. the fucking Tony Hawk Pro Skater and Guitar Hero? No, it's, now? it's the, Those things. Those things every. brought in. Yeah, but they opened their eyes of many people to music they wouldn't listen to because it was true. a game. Yeah. There were oh, all these right, bands right, like, right. what is this? And then Guitar Hero did the same shit. And now it's like TikTok, like they, you know, they make a, a goofy video to some song that they're making fun of, and then they end up listening to the song. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and, and the music leads to other things. There, yeah, the spectrum is so diverse. Like there is, they hear these rap songs, like underground rap songs, that like get popular, but then they also hear songs from the seventies and shit. Like right. you're not going to get both of those things from one radio station. No, if you turn that on, you know. Yeah. So I wonder how, you know, I don't know if TikTok is going to last, like how long it's going to last, like all these social media platforms that disappear. And uh, there's a lot of things that aggravate me about TikTok in general. But musically, it's probably the best thing that's come hey, out for the young. Interesting. I started putting up guitar scales. About- oh, go ahead. You were breaking up, champ. That's why I talked over you by accident. Sorry. Go ahead. Say that again. The last part. Oh, I, I was just saying that the... um of all of the social media presence that we've had over the last like 10 years, TikTok is probably the one that has allowed for the younger generation to find the most diverse music that we've had uh, access to. Right on. And that's exactly why I started posting guitar scales on TikTok and they're do well because there's kids out there that want to learn music. You know, when I sit down with my son and we go over scales and stuff, he, he just, maybe watched- that's so I could teach my son. Cause he won't ask me. Yeah, yeah. Just tell tell him to put it on TikTok and then he fucking listen to TikTok. Tell him to follow me on TikTok. He can learn all. (laughs) No, I'm not gonna tell him follow you. I'm putting my own videos up. (laughs) Literally, my I was showing my son uh, the minor pentatonic scale. I'm like, here, watch my TikTok video if you forget. Dude, that's that's the way well, to do it. Cause... I I totally bummed him out the other day because he's learning a song and he's like, "Oh, check it out! I learned this." And I'm like, "That's cool." I'm like, yeah, "Let me show you something." I showed him the right way to play it, and he's like, "Like he learned it by himself, and he wanted to show me." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're wrong." I was like, "Fucking asshole! Why did yeah. I do that?" Yeah, <laughs> you like, you're wrong. Careful. I'm like, "Let me let me show you this. Here's how he's actually playing it." You know, you gotta be careful because like, oh. You- you only can show them when they want you to show them. I know, like... dude. That, that would have hit yeah. me. I'm like, oh, I just. I I was trying to be cool about it. I'm like, I just told him he was wrong. And I basically showed him he had to really relearn the whole thing. That was that wasn't cool. That's like when yeah, I learned. I probably hurt I, a spirit a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah, done that. That happened to me when I was younger. 
Like I learned <laughs> smoke on the water on the low E string, just one <laughs> note. That's the right note. And, and then they're like, uh, actually, it's in G, and it's this power, like this dyad power chord. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess well, I can't play it with you guys. I got carried. I got carried away the other day. I was teaching him, right? I'm like, and I get overly excited when I'm teaching, so I'm like, "Did no. he do this and do this?" And my son literally like looks at me. He's like, "Show off." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, then he could do this and then do that. <laughs> His mind was just like looking at me. I'm like, all right, so let's go back to the first thing I showed yeah. you. <laughs> That's why it's hard for like experienced people to teach because you expect yeah. them to know all the stuff you already know. So you're like, it's yeah. just like this. And yeah. then you're like, oh. Yeah. I really tried to bring it back and be like, you, you know, man, what you're doing is, is fucking cool, man. It's good. Probably good. <laughs> it's like when freaking Rick Beato posts those guitar videos, like going up different modes and like like play the the one, three, seven and just go up octave by octave in this mode and he's like and he shreds down the guitar i just watch i don't know how to do this just from watching that honestly compress his videos they're easier to watch rick beato inspired me more or less to do those scale videos because i was like dude come on man nobody's gonna follow this at least show the tab on the screen yeah or when he does show the tab it lights up super fast so it's like nobody's nobody's and you can't pause on shorts yeah or like it's really hard to uh um that's why i just like this is one of the benefits of kind of sucking at my instrument (laughs) you know i I, if i want to show my son something i'm never going to even like outshine him (laughs) okay champ you need to start a tiktok channel for guitar lessons and everyone can send send their kids to you (laughs) who wants to learn what beginners (laughs) want to learn from a beginner then when they pass your course they can move on you'd be surprised you'd be surprised there's a lot of people out there that's why i didn't take it for granted putting up those scales i'm like no i have a feeling people on tiktok are because i couldn't find any guitar lessons on tiktok i'm like there's nothing on here let me just see how this works and i was like let me just post like basic mini lessons you know that are helpful it's uh cool man but i think that's uh Hey, if that's where they're at, that's where they're at. I know, I know, TikTok is uh, not the greatest thing ever, <laughs> but I mean, they well, can you find guys some are lessons. making me hopeful about it. Like it's listening, because like I personally like I just, I watch a lot of videos that talk about the really stupid side of TikTok. So I'm like, God, yeah, that's tiktok's destroying us but then when i hear what you guys are saying like you can definitely find really cool communities on tiktok i mean youtube the same way you know like if you find the cool and productive communities actually in there it can be such a cool platform yeah for sure totally true totally true i mean it depends on what you're looking for you you know there are it's it's still like 90 percent girls that can't dance dancing to terrible music but the rest of it, well, a, you know, like my mom, my mom's got TikTok and she just follows it for recipes. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. like, hey, hey, go, go nuts. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, why don't you use YouTube for recipes? I mean, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Consolidation. Yeah. Consolidation. True, 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 true. Uh, just to let you guys know, J-Rock News has an awesome uh, article about the last rock stars and them having band made up there, as written by Andrew White and Erica. So you guys should check it out. It's a really in-depth review of the concert and what went on and how 
bandmate came on. They talk about their songs. I'm sure Andrew had something to do with That's that part. That's part of the article. <laughs> um, so go ahead and check that out. It's a really good article. I think you should check, check it out. And, guys, we have a top ten today. We have some big changes. But there's a band that's going to disrupt the top 10 again because they're doing another Attack on Titan oh. song. Sim is coming out with a new Attack on Titan uh, oh, shit. thing in March 4th. We won't have to, we'll have to bother with the top 10 for another three months. <laughs> um, and if it's anything like their last song, The Rumbling, which was a badass song. By the way, Wave, wave we should cover this song when it comes out. Just saying. Um, okay. <laughs> Cover it before it comes out. <laughs> yeah, let's cover it before it comes out. <laughs> I have like I have like 45 drum tracks I gotta record. <laughs> Fuck all those. Just throw them in the back burner. <laughs> Attack on Titan, the final season part three. Um, is this the final season? I feel like they said it was the final season part two. <laughs> or is like all of it the par- final part season? Is there gonna be part four? Uh, they make enough money, they'll probably have another season. <laughs> another season. This is from, uh, from my understanding, this is the final season. It's the third part of the final season. Oh, this so there's probably another the part then. There's probably port, part f- four and five. At that point, you might as well just say season five, six, seven. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. You, I don't, I don't and know. The, they're, they're pretty long, too. Like At least I'm still in the first season, but it's like 26 episodes long. So they so probably could have broken it This down is coming out Saturday, season. March 4th, guys. Um, I'm excited. I like their last cover. I mean, their last cover. I like their, the last Attack on Titan song they came out with. It's going to be called Under the Tree. Um, I'm excited for it. So going into our top 10 of bands. So in 10, we have Clouds Across the Moon by Passcode. So Passcode is a Japanese metal idol group that was formed in Osaka in 2013 and consists of four vocalists, Naomi Nami, Kade, and Takashima. Emily, Arima, and Hinako uh, were the prior members. Uh, Passcode is supported by a backup band, if you guys didn't know about Passcode. Um, I think everyone here probably knows about Passcode. Passcode <clears throat> rules. Um, Susi uh, drops down two spots. At number eight, we have... Tatsuya Kitani, Scar, that's staying right there at eight. That's been in the top ten for a while. Londi, plummeting down to number seven, dropping four spots. Big changes, guys. Number six, 10K Rock with their sonic uh, theme song, Vandalize, uh, going down a spot to number six. Number five, we have Zutomayo going down three spots. Number four, we have Hanabie jumping up another two spots. Look at them nice. go, guys. Number four. I really like Hanbie. I can't wait to see They're what they awesome. come out with next. Really excited. I love them. Baby They're Metal. Awesome. Number three. Metal Kingdom. Number two. TK First Death drops a spot. And number one. This is new. I don't know what this is. The first slam dunk. It looks feet. like the last ro- Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a Japanese rock band formed in 1997 in Kyoto, signed to Universal Music. Oh, I hate that label of Japan. <laughs> and managed by, yeah. and managed Unless by badass. And then you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we love you. They're the ones that block <laughs> everything. By the Produce way, our album with no contract. Yeah. <laughs> Don't block any of our reactions, please. We'd appreciate it. Universal <laughs> Music. It's pretty much a Universal Music group, but and they're managed by badass, whoever that is. Amazing name. Their music styles are a mix of rock, punk, heavy metal, reggae, hip hop, guitar pop, and bossa nova. That's like every fucking genre. Like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking love bossa nova. <laughs> Did we miss a genre? 
there's no country in there. Thank there's God. No, oh, okay. There's this, no country. I really want to listen to that. I mean, got everything here. This is the ending yeah, theme yeah, for the. We should do this for our uh, Patreon next week. There Let's we go. Do it. What's the band in the song? This is for an anime movie called The First Slam Dunk, and it's by Dai Zero Khan. Okay. Oh, Ten Feet is the name of the song. I mean, cool. straight to number one. That's crazy. I mean, it's probably good to mention the, the band and the name of the song. I did say that. <laughs> I said it in the beginning. Ten <laughs> Feet. Dai Ten Zero. Feet. Cool. Cool. Looks right. interesting. I love that blend of styles. Can I just say real quick before we move on? I'm seeing one of the bands on the top ten tonight. Nice. Who? One OK Rock. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, right on. Yeah, they're Where are you opening, seeing them? The Target Center in Minneapolis. They're opening for uh, Evanescence and Muse. But we're gonna stream so, all day. Oh, it's gonna be yeah, a pretty gonna... crazy show. Three. Huge bands. Yeah, that's gonna be a pretty crazy show. You man. should go live afterwards and report on One OK Rock. Be interested to hear yeah. your thoughts of the yeah, live maybe concert. I will. I'll join you. Let me know if you do. That'd oh, cool sweet. To, that'd be okay. cool to talk about. So is, is Muse the headliner for that? Or yeah. Is it a co- okay. I predict that One OK Rock will be the best band, and Wave's gonna be blown away, and it's gonna knock Muse off his top top favorite have you band. heard one okay rock alan i have i don't think that's gonna happen but okay yeah i listened <laughs> i i found the set list from the chicago show they played last night and started listening to the songs and they're <laughs> i mean they're okay but kind of like what we were just talking about with american music is the vocalist is amazing but yeah. the music still has yet to impress me mm. <laughs> you know which is weird because they've inspired so many of the bands we listen to. Yeah, well, I've only heard two of their songs. Yeah, so I'm speaking no, out of ignorance though. right now. That's pretty. <laughs> I, I've I've probably heard like ten, and I would probably say the exact same thing. That Taka is one of the best, at least male uh, vocalists out there for for rock. You know, I, I just absolutely that's what you... love his vocal. Oh, okay. I'm excited to hear him sing live. I disagree. Yeah, Rio's the best. <laughs> no, I said I said one. <laughs> you, you saw like the comments on my Yoyoka documentary. It's like she's not the best, and I'm like, I said one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wave. It has to be the best, or you're wrong. <laughs> Let's just oh, go around. Which, Let's say it's the best for everything. <laughs> go ahead. Just attack on to that news about the. Uh, the last rock stars and bandmate in LA, Yoyoka was also at that show. Oh yeah, and she met. Uh, she not only jammed with Miyavi, but she also met Yoshiki. Yeah, yeah she posted awesome. on Twitter. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we played that last. Uh, we talked about it last week. That well, was that was Yoshiki. Miyavi, but she also met Yoshiki, which she just oh! tweeted out. Like, oh, send me the link and I'll I'll bring it up. I didn't know that. It's in it's in our chat. The was it the same person? No, Alan, it wasn't the same person. I, no, it's not. I only see one link from you, Wave. Here, I'll, see I'll, uh, oh, you're right. It's right here. I missed it. I'm, okay, sweet. That is totally my fault. My bad. Yeah. No worries. <clears throat> if it but loads. I just thought that was exciting that I don't know how, if it was just like a meet and greet or if they talked much, but it'd be really cool to see. Yeah, so it says here, I finally had the opportunity to meet Yoshiki, who I've looked up to for so many years. Thank you for your wonderful speech. I had a best the best time with a live rock stars gig in LA. It would be a dream to have a drum session 
with him next time in L.A. Hint, hint, probably going to happen. Dude, <laughs> yeah. yes. So now you're That's one person it. away from Yoshiki and Miyavi now. Wave. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, she also saw Ben made at that show. So. Oh, God but damn. I don't, maybe, I'm like, she wasn't super into them last time I asked her. Or Glenn. I think Glenn Black <laughs> asked her about them. But after seeing them live, maybe she has a different opinion. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Ryan is like dumbfounded. We just broke Ryan. Well, okay. <laughs> I understand. She said she doesn't like the trigger drum sounds, which even though we know kind of doesn't use triggers live, the overly compressed drums that are on some of the songs, like on Unseen World and stuff, might, you know, if she's just listening uh, to the studio versions, not actually seeing the band play, I can see why she would be turned off because the dynamics in that album. Mm. Like it, especially on Spotify where it's all compressed, are pretty rough. You know. Yeah. What's up with the hand gesture? What is this? The hand X, thing. I don't know. X Japan. X Japan. Oh. Don't think too hard oh. about it, man. I, I I definitely thought way too hard about that <laughs> for sure, one hundred percent. All right, top ten covers. Um, Wagaki Band falling down a, three spots, but there was a new thing that showed up on here. And it was uh, the cover of Baby Metal Monochrome. So he says, what is this? Another dichotic cover I call Fix. No, wait. They don't pay what? me enough for to fix it. Actually, they don't pay me at all. <laughs> oh, Monochrome made it now, too? Yeah. I was like, I don't know how. How is this making right. it? Explain yourself, Simnos. <laughs> Who's paying you? <laughs> <laughs> Can you show us the list? No. Uh, oh, yeah. You guys, oh, my bad. So, number 10, Wagaki Band. Number 9, we have Bay Metal Monochrome, which we what? did cover. We beat up nice. Wagaki Band? <laughs> cool. Uh, number 8, we have Attack on Titan. So, two different covers. Dang. Cool. Uh, that, so, that's pretty cool. Uh, number uh, totally 7, rigged. Asterism dropped three spots. Number 6, Sokaninaro went up three spots with uh, Slam Dunk Wands. Uh, do, 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 do. Number five, another Sokininaro. Sokininaro's been coming out with a lot of covers, and that's Arashi Truth. Uh, number four, we have Sokininaro again. God damn. <laughs> uh, oh, and, this uh, is the Senban Zakura. Yaki band. The, uh, yes, they covered it, but it's a Hatsune Miku vocaloid song. Right, 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 right. Mm. It's a great song, too. Interesting. Number three, we have Asterism, Staying There with Pelic. And number two, we have Otto. By the way, Otto released new music, too, this past week. Forgot to mention that. So uh, goodbye to the charts again. We got another Attack on Titan and Otto coming in. We're doing. Well, yeah, listen to that. Mei-chan with Burkino Dance Cover. Still at number one. So, yeah, that's the top ten. And we have, have any of you listened to that yet? No. Yeah. I, oh. My reaction. Did you like up, it? I don't remember. <laughs> I did it during a live stream, but I it is posted on my channel. But uh, I yeah, I mean, nice. I usually like what I hear. I'm gonna, we'll just go through your channel. Huh? Out, we'll you know how you I am. It. Like I love everything until I think about it more. You like everything like, until uh, you think about it more. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, so Alan, who hates everything until he thinks about it more. 
That's the opposite. We're like complete opposites, Wave. That's, maybe that's why we work. Guys, got to meet somewhere in the middle and just enjoy music. Yeah. Well, I think Wave's already enjoying. It. He likes that. So he thinks about it. Uh, so we want to announce the baby metal winner for our brackets that we do that we've been holding, and we had a people that turned in their. You explain it, champ. I can't talk. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we did the uh, baby metal ba- uh, battle of the songs recently, there we go. and we had people do predictions before the battle of the songs began to see who would get the most correct. And uh, apparently, we've got a winner. Who's that winner? Uh, did I already forget the name? Yes, you did. Otto's forty-three. So, how close was he? Do we have like how close he was to winning or anything like that? I don't know. We're going to have to uh, go over to talk to Pew Baca and see what kind of uh, information he's got. Uh, Did I miss okay. something? Yes. Oh, well. I, I missed... don't remember that we had a thing, a competition <laughs> going. <Adam. laughs> I just thought it was for best baby metal song. He was gone for two weeks, so he probably doesn't remember. Like, yeah. oh, That's right. You yeah. literally did miss something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Pibaka said, give me two seconds. So he's uh, Pibaka is going to hit us up. But uh, congratulations to you. Uh, choose out some merch. Let me know which merch you want, and I'll help it get shipped to you. So just let me know. Um, you already messaged me, so just message me again which shirt you want, and uh, we'll get sent out to you. And go from there. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Congratulations. Sir. And congratulations. When are we doing the next one, though? That's what I want to know. What are we doing next? Uh- I don't know. We gotta we gotta talk about it. Maybe we should put up a poll on our channel and see what people want to see. We could do a poll right now. YouTube poll. Oh, we could yeah, do, yeah. We could do YouTube poll right now, in the chat. Let the chat decide. Oh, um, uh, that last time. All right, that's it, guys. That's the end of the today's podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, yeah, it was fun. And uh, I'll let you sign oh. us off, champ, with the usual stuff. Uh, go over to our Patreon if you want more stuff from the guys and guys. Patreon.com slash guys and guys, where we give uh, group reactions almost every week. We did this week. We uh, What did we watch before this? We checked out some Wagaki bands. Starlight. Right? Starlight. Starlight by Wagaki Band, right. And uh, last, time some, yeah, last time we did some... Last time we did some... Some maximum the hormones. So we're 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 trying to you know spread our wings a little bit here and get some more bands that we haven't put up there. I, I think the that. next, I believe I could sort. Uh, <laughs> so the next one I think I'm going to put up is probably going to be a band that I'm going to try to find four bands that none of us really listen to. You know, and uh, I want to I want to check out some new stuff. So go over there if you want to be a part of this. Uh, and you could also become a channel member over here on YouTube. You just look at that join button right there next to the uh, subscribe button under the video right now. And if you want to get more stuff from us that way, you can do it that way too. If you don't want to move all the way over to Patreon. Otto's 43 says he predicted 76% of the songs correctly and he got 69 points. Nice. <laughs> I almost, I almost want to send him something extra for that. Yeah, we, we, right. we should. <laughs> Definitely send him something extra. There we go. He won the bonus prize uh, with the that bonus score. prize. All right, we'll let you guys know. Midwest says he wants to hear a lot of swearing and stuff. We already did with the last one. There was a lot of swearing. I think we, we got you, that part covered. You could draw him a map of a goose vagina. <laughs> oh my god. 
But you'll never you find the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a maze. We could just make mazes. <laughs> yeah, goose goose, can we do that in, in Goose Vagina Maze? Guys, guys special. New shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Oh, my God. Come on, Ryan. Goose Vagina shirts. Let's go. <laughs> Go down that path again. <laughs> Wait. Ryan's like, I'm gonna need a drink for this one. <laughs> no, last, last, really time, last time I tried to make shirts based on that, it got me into a lot of trouble. So we're not doing that again. <laughs> your wife walks in your office and you have a goose vagina up on the Google. Oh, I don't man. think anybody will know what that <laughs> is. And it's in a maid costume. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys oh see you later everyone that's watching on youtube if you want to make comments or i mean everybody listening on spotify and all those other platforms you can make comments over here on youtube if you're listening from there if you're watching on youtube and you don't see this podcast up immediately afterwards it's because i got to upload the better quality version where it's not freezing i know it kind of tamed itself after the wind slowed down now it's bright and sunny outside so um the wind was just really messing up things so i'll see you guys all in the next one you guys have a good one see you <laughs> Bye. Do you think this stream's already demonetized? Probably. Yeah. <laughs>